This is We Are Jet. Hello and welcome. My name is Ed Palmer. On this podcast, we tell the stories of people who've had to drastically readjust their mindset, team culture, and ways of working, all to match the pace of a rapidly changing organization. Today, we talk with Maureen Alma, Chief Marketing Officer at Jet, and we ask why marketing at Jet is different from at other organizations. We discuss how the marketing department at Jet predicts future consumer behavior in order to stay ahead of the game. Furthermore, we touch upon how Maureen and her team sustain entrepreneurship and a startup mentality in a company that is now a global phenomenon. There is really a a difference that I can make and an impact that I can make on the business uh, together with, uh, with my whole team. We've talked a lot about, you know, getting uh, new customers in and uh, making them order more, but also from a sustainability standpoint, driving uh, our business in a responsible way, we can really make an impact. Hello, Maureen. Welcome to the podcast. Can you please tell us a little bit about what marketing means at Jet? Yeah, great to be here, Ed, and uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, what does marketing at Jet involve? A, a, a lot of different things. Um, so it's a combination of marketeers that are more generalist and specialist. And the specialist areas range from brand marketing, so things like, you know, a Katy Perry campaign, yeah, yeah. retention marketing, which is more about loyalty and CRM, performance marketing, which is more about, you know, new customer acquisition and uh, using channels like search and um, affiliate and app marketing. And then uh, fourthly, doing partnerships and partner marketing, which is more around sponsorships like with UEFA, but also uh, running campaigns and and running uh, services for our partners, like our couriers, our um, restaurant partners, etc., including everything that we do for uh, as a responsible business. So when we talk about packaging and delivery, how do we do that in a sustainable way? Well, the scope is huge. It's really interesting that um, sustainability comes under the marketing, uh, under the control of marketing as well. That's, that's, it's not something that you would immediately associate with marketing. Well, there's a lot of things indeed that we do which uh, at Jet in marketing, which you might not at first expect. So also within other areas of uh, partner marketing, we, for, for example, also buy uh, and do all the logistics for, um, you know, the, the jackets and, uh, and the backpacks yeah. and everything which got to do with delivery. And that's also partly the reason why RBNS is within marketing, because a lot of the things that we have an impact on, are uh, within the scope of, uh, of marketing. But obviously, we do work very closely with all the other uh, functions and, and uh, areas within our business. And especially, uh, for example, our logistics team to make sure that we're really working this as a, as a joint effort. That's a huge amount of uh, stuff under one marketing umbrella. So this next question might not might not prove to be possible, but did you did you always know that you wanted to work in marketing? Or did you start your career elsewhere? And then if that's the case, what drew you into marketing? Yeah, no, I definitely didn't start as a marketeer. I was um, actually, by education, I'm a biologist. So uh, I had uh, different uh, ideas uh, <laughs> early on uh, about my career. Uh, and I, I was a medical biologist. So I I was very interested in uh, finding um, the new uh, new medicine against 
cancer or any other big diseases. Now, it uh, turned out to go differently. I actually joined um, a, a science publisher uh, shortly after I graduated. And while I really enjoyed that, I missed actually a little bit the work uh, as a team and really yeah. working together. Although I, I like the fact that, uh, you know, science is using data and, and uh, right, very uh, structured around um, gaining learnings and understanding how things are uh, run. I missed a bit the dynamics of then also being able to act on it uh, quickly. And I happened to uh, do a marketing course next to when I was um, working for the scientific publisher. And I got uh, intrigued by the way when you work in marketing, how you can combine the data of understanding consumer behavior, for example, and then uh, right, putting actions in place or campaigns or whatever it is to uh, uh, really uh, serve your customers in the most optimal way and then uh, being able to actually influence that and uh, get impact out of that. And that's uh, when I... Um, got in touch with Procter & Gamble, and they uh, also run their marketing in a co almost scientific way, I would say. Sure. So obviously there's very clear transferable skills for a scientist like yourself to use data to make the best impact that they can. Are most of the people you work with in your marketing team from marketing backgrounds, or are there, are there other transferable skills from other sectors that, that have come into marketing like you have? Yeah, I think there are uh, people that come from with different backgrounds. Now, there are obviously, especially if you look in the uh, specialist areas, I mean, actually, a lot of people are actually educated in-house and they have the analytical skills, and um, but maybe the technical skills they actually uh, learn within the company. So I think that's uh, that's really great that, you, that we offer uh, people that uh, have the drive and have the uh, abilities and have the analytical skills to really develop uh, from within. But obviously, we also hire a lot of specialists if there is a need, and especially since uh, we're growing, uh, have been growing also really, really rapidly. You obviously, you can't just all uh, grow people from within, right? So we also look uh, a lot for uh, people who have that same kind of uh, drive and also want to really build uh, their own knowledge further and take that further, but have also certain uh, specific uh, specialties. Like, for example, if we look for people in retention, uh, you know, we look for specialists that can really do and, and know technology really well, uh, for example, in CRM. Yeah, on top of that, we also have people that are changing and and uh, also working within or, or sometimes shifting from one area to the other yeah. because they have learned something in a certain area and then are able to uh, use that uh, in another right so uh, i think that's also where you see that uh, people really get the opportunity to learn different skills as well and and because we have such a broad area of expertise is that makes it also really fun because you can actually experience different uh, areas and, and learn from that. Well, they say in 2023, people are spending less and less time in each specific role they have in their careers. So Jet sounds like an ideal place to be for that. <laughs> so you started in, in medicine and science. When did you know that Jet was the right fit for you and for your skills? I got intrigued already when, when I was approached to join uh, the company. I thought it was a great 
follow on on everything that I had learned uh, early on. So when I was working for uh, for PNG, I really enjoyed, as I already mentioned, you know, the way you know using data. But uh, PNG was quite a traditional uh, marketing company at the time. But what I learned there as well is that doing marketing is not just about you know doing campaigns or make sure that the brand looks and and feels the in a certain way. But it is actually about, you know, running a business, right? To making sure, enabling uh, that there is growth, that there's sustainable growth, that um, there are new customers, that people are, you know, coming back and ordering again and again. And um, and that's some, something which I really enjoyed in, in P&G and learned there. Um, and later on, I, I combined that when um, I was uh, working for Google with, you know, expertise but also uh, it, it was intrigued by you know the the possibility that technology has right and how it also has changed uh, the advertising world because before google doing advertising was completely different right and then she also almost democratized the way of doing advertising right it's not only about big budgets it's about yeah. re- doing things really smart right so and combining those two things, you know, I felt like, hey, you know, if I uh, at Jet, that, those are the things that are really important here. So we have uh, within Jet marketing is right uh, the fuel for you know attracting more new customers, making sure that uh, customers are coming back and staying, right, and becoming loyal, and do that in a very scalable and technologically advanced way. And that's where. I felt like, you know, hey, everything that I've learned through my yeah. career and that I've been um, uh, building on, that's really uh, sort of in its place here because these these are the things that I can uh, really develop. Now, next to that, uh, I think what I also really liked is the, the fact that, yeah, since uh, the, the beginning, the way JET was um, founded and then also was growing uh, all the time, also through, you know, organic growth, but uh, through mergers and acquisitions even though it is a big really big company by now it still has a very entrepreneurial and can-do mentality Um, and that that also attracted me a lot and also I have experienced that that that's uh, where I feel really at uh, at ease and also at my best when uh, I I not only get you know this responsibility and uh, have um, uh, this uh, this um, yeah uh, nice challenge ahead of me but also get you know really the ownership and uh, the freedom to do it in the way that I would like to do it and I think that's uh, and and then working together with a team which of highly skilled and and great leaders uh, yeah that's that's uh, an amazing experience and I really enjoy still every day. So um, I think that leads me on to my next question because you mentioned the entrepreneurial spirit that exists at Jet. And actually, that's something that a number of guests have mentioned on this podcast. And it's something I'm really interested in this peculiar and unique culture that Jet seems to have, at least from the inside, which you've all defined as an entrepreneurial spirit. So, what does that look like? What does that mean? How does that manifest itself on a day to day basis within the organization? People experience at Jet quite some freedom to do the things they really uh, think is is best to do. So obviously there there are frameworks and there are boundaries and there is uh, right and there are budgets and <laughs> you can't just go and do uh, all sorts of things which uh, 
maybe are too costly or <laughs> right but you know if you get the boundaries and if you get the frameworks and you get uh, you know sort of the how is is really up to you as an individual uh, to determine and I think that's uh, something which people really enjoy that yeah. you know to have that and, and not have like you know very controlling uh, way of working where it's uh, all set in uh, yeah in stone and where you just don't get the freedom to uh, do it the way you want so yeah I would say the freedom is probably the thing that makes it unique fantastic that now that freedom requires lines of communication to be really open to leadership teams yeah. would you say that lines of communication are open to you are are you accessible to uh, your colleagues within the organization i try to do that yeah no i'm uh, always uh, striving to be able to be accessible indeed and and also as transparent as as possible about you know what what are what are the boundaries and where are yeah. what is the framework and what is expected right uh, and and also if there's change in direction why is that what what is uh, you know why are we doing that what are the sort of right the big directions um, that we're taking um, and uh, the way uh, we we're talking about it in uh, within marketing is that we're saying. Um, in, in the end, I mean, our marketing team is really about creating connections, right? Um, and it's it's creating connections with our consumers, with our partners, so being restaurant partners or other partners, uh, with our couriers, and making sure that that connect connections are working optimally. Uh, but it's also about connecting with one another, right? So we have a lot of specialized teams and. You know, they could easily go and run in silo, right, and, uh, and not have any connection. So we do yeah. a lot about you know, making sure that people are connected with one another and they do understand, uh, yeah, where uh, everyone is going and that uh, things are being, yeah, aligned. Also, outside of marketing, I think we're, we're very often at the forefront of uh, new ideas, new initiatives, um, Actually, our responsible uh, business and sustainability is yeah. run from marketing. So, which which not is obviously not a marketing only thing, right? So it it touches every part of our organization and touches everything that we do uh, with uh, you know our consumers, our our uh, couriers, and our uh, partners. So you have to, as a marketeer, uh, be able to connect really well also within the other functions within uh, within Jet. This is a difficult question because, as we've discussed, there are so many parts to marketing. But what does the future of marketing at Jet look like? Yeah, that's an <laughs> interesting question. Um, I don't think I can predict, predict the future and how it exactly looks like. But I do think that what we're doing today is to make sure that we, whatever the future brings, we we will be ready. Um, and I think what we're, and that's also what we're um working every day really hard on uh, and 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 making sure that we're that we're uh, organized in such a way and that we're prepared and we're always a able to react to if uh, uh you know different changes in consumer behavior yeah Right, and we, we see that now. Um, uh, obviously, we have, uh, you know, after uh, the COVID uh, period, uh, obviously, 
uh, consumer uh, behavior changed. And now also with, you know, cost of living and uh, uh, pressure, right? Uh, prices increasing, it's, it's, you see behaviors uh, changing. And I think the role of, of marketing is to make sure that we, first of all, really understand what is happening and what are uh, uh, and what is the impact on uh, everything that we do and how do we act upon that right and making sure that we have our systems in place and our um, uh, being it campaigns or um, but also our technology in place to uh, make sure that we actually uh, uh, service our uh, customers in the most uh, optimal way and I think to that extent um I I do see a, a shift uh, from where, uh, obviously, in in the past, uh, when we were still growing at really high pace, especially during um, our COVID period, most of our marketing efforts were geared towards you know acquiring new customers, right? And we will always be focused on that. But next to that, you see a more focus on also the retention side of things to be put even more effort in there to make sure that we optimize the customer experience together with our uh, product and tech uh, uh, colleagues to make sure that yeah people are experiencing uh, the whole order um, right and uh, and um, yeah uh, including <laughs> the delivery and yeah. the food in such a way that uh, they come back with us and stay with us for a very long time so uh, and I do see a shift uh, well, maybe not a shift, but I do see that gaining in importance as well uh, as we uh, as we continue. That's really interesting. The industry that Jet leads in really is fast changing. It's um, extremely competitive. How does Jet stay ahead of the game? How does Jet plan on staying ahead of the game? What steps are you taking to? to do that, to stay ahead of competitors? Yeah, I think there are two ways that we do that. And that's, um, uh, one is that we try to use data in, um, and, and actually the proprietary data, right? Our first party data in the most uh, optimal way. And not only by understanding the data, but also using those data to uh, drive our activities. Um, and and that and that can be in in many ways. And secondly, obviously, we use technology. And keeping ahead of the game also means that, from a technology standpoint, which is really uh, challenging because the technology development goes so fast, right? Um, understanding what those changes and what those innovations mean and what they offer in terms of opportunities is uh, yeah is a key thing to make sure that we're staying ahead of the game. So to give an example, uh, obviously recently ChatGPT came out um, and and offers an opportunity. So we we do a lot of work and and not only when it came out, also before that time to see how can we use AI to really optimize our uh, customer journeys, our uh, technology that we use to optimize our uh, marketing campaigns, et cetera, et cetera. Does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. It does. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to see what what the, what the whole industry looks like in in ten years time, you know? Yeah, that is a challenge. I mean, we actually also work really, really closely with our um, our tech partners, so uh, partners like Google or um, 
uh, Meta or you know the the bigger uh, technology partners, we uh, really work very very closely with to make sure that we uh, not only right um, uh, learn from them what uh, the latest is, but also how do we use their technology in the most optimal way. Uh, it's it's not only about you know the the environment and being able to react to it and predict. It's also uh, internally, right? I mean, you have uh, the moment you become bigger, uh, and we were talking about, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, obviously, it's easier to uh, keep that and to uh, cherish that when uh, it is a smaller company. Of course, yeah. Right? Uh, the moment you have so many countries, uh, bigger teams, um, also within marketing, so many different uh, specialty areas. It is more difficult to to keep that uh, spirit and to keep that can-do mentality, uh, yeah, uh, alive, right? So um, uh, I must say I'm I'm spending a lot of my time not only about you know really understanding what is going on in the business and and the consumer behavior, etc., but also about you know how do we enable the teams in to be organized in such a way. That they can still uh, right do their job yeah. and, and be there at their best uh, uh, day or yeah for every day. So yes. what's the what's the answer, Maureen? How, <laughs> what's that's the million dollar question? How do you maintain that entrepreneurial spirit within an ever expanding organization? Yeah, so I, I do think so. There there are two things on that. One is that we we do look for people that. Um, are able to adapt and yeah. and uh, are and and actually enjoy change, right? Uh, I must say also myself. I, I'm I'm really if I if I my if my days would look the same every day, then uh, or week on week, I, I would probably not be sitting here now. Yeah. Right? I, I really enjoy you know always you know looking up for new challenges, new opportunities. Uh, and and um, yeah, being able also to adapt to that and and change uh, and 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 make that change happen as well. Um, so people that are really up for that and really enjoy that, uh, yeah, they are uh, also really uh, thriving uh, in our organization. Um, and and when we need new people, we're also looking for those kind of people that that enjoy that. And the other thing is indeed to make sure that. In marketing, we are balancing always the thing like, okay, you know, we've tested and learned things and we know that this is working. So you you be consistent on that. But on the other hand, always have uh, parts where you keep on testing and learning until you got it right. right? And uh, and that's something which, uh, so, you, you know, that part is obviously always changing because you're, yeah, you're always adapting, etc., and I think that's, uh, uh, I find that an interesting and an intriguing uh, balance. But, uh, and, and yeah, and I see the people in, in my team that really enjoy that and enjoy that game of, you know, sort of that balancing act. That's, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's what we're, uh, we're good at. Fantastic. So um, let's talk about your team a moment. When was the last time or a time that springs to mind when you were so proud of your team, you wanted to spontaneously embrace them? <laughs> Many times, actually, but uh, I think quite recent, and and uh, and it was in line with the moment a year ago. Um, we um, obviously the disaster um, uh, first in in Ukraine um, uh, with the war, and and uh, recently the earthquake in uh, Turkey and Syria. 
And um, it was just amazing to see how quick, uh, you know, our team rallied together, came up with a donation campaign and, and just not only for within our company, you know, uh, making sure that uh, there was a scheme set being set up for employees, but also uh, for our consumers and, and our partners. And, you know, just seeing that happening almost, right, organically and, and just yeah. uh, in, in a very short time period, uh, just uh, amazing uh, to see. But also moments like... Um, Actually, the, there was earlier this week, there was a, a trade award show where uh, we recognize uh, once a year in, in most of the countries, recognize, you know, the best restaurants in the country uh, in all sorts of categories. And it was just uh, incredible to see how, um, yeah, also, I mean, it was a great event. It was well organized, but it, the best thing was that our partners were so um proud to be winning the awards it was just uh, yeah it was really great too and uh, at such a moment that you can make that happen and that the team is just uh right preparing all of that enabling this kind of yeah activity is just uh, really really great to see fantastic great to hear about the fundraising um within jet that the adaptability of your teams is being put to great use that's fantastic um so we're recording this in march it was international women's day last week (laughs) Difficult question, I think, this one. Are there some key learnings from your career and your life experience, how you've moved between roles, that you think would be useful specifically for other women to hear? Yeah, that's a, that is indeed a difficult uh, question. Thinking about this, I, I always think that if I had always been preparing myself for this step in my career, yeah, right, yeah. as becoming a CMO, and I... Obviously, in hindsight, now it looks like it was all... <laughs> it all makes sense when you look <laughs> it back at it. It all makes yeah, sense yeah. and it was planned, uh, but it wasn't, obviously, right? And it, um, and and thinking back on that, I think it's, it's a combination. And I, I don't know if this is specifically for women, but I've noticed this uh, with myself, that very often when you get an opportunity, right, you yep. you think about, you know, hey, is that something I could do? And... I think women in general are sometimes reluctant to jump into something which they don't know exactly, right? So if there is a list of criteria and you tick the box for eight out of 10, you think, wow, but I'm still missing those two. And uh, probably men would say... (laughs) Oh, I've got eight out of ten, so that's yeah. great. Yes, and, as a and, man, I can verify the truth of that. <laughs> yeah. You see? Yeah. This is a little experiment here. <laughs> <laughs> You're using analytics against me. Okay. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah, so uh, what I've learned throughout is to every time think, when I think about the two missing, I'm like, no, oh, it's not important. You know, the, the eight, let, let's just go for it. If it feels good and I think it's, uh, something that I can make an impact or where I really also enjoy doing it, uh, you know, let's just go for it. And I think that's what I've uh, learned that that, um, yeah, usually is more important than planning things where, yeah, uh, it is maybe tactical or strategically right for your career. So <laughs> because being uh, the chief marketing officer of an organization the size of Jet is not enough, 
I know that you're also a member of the supervisory boards at several organizations. Can you tell us a little bit about some of those organizations? And crucially, I think, why it's important for you to be involved outside of work with other organizations? Yeah, uh, great question. Yeah, it's indeed not busy enough. So um, in the next to the day job, uh, doing some uh, additional things. I'm um, in the supervisory board for uh, Cool Blue, which is a e-commerce company here in uh, the Benelux. Uh, sorry, not only in the Benelux, they're also in Germany now, so I should say. And I'm in the supervisory board of the Van Gogh Museum uh, here in Amsterdam. And the reason why I enjoy uh, doing those uh, two things is that yeah, it gives me a great opportunity to change perspectives. You know, maybe sometimes similar challenges and similar similar organizational um, challenges, but then just from a different angle. Yeah. Obviously, Jet also has a supervisory board, right? And uh, I sometimes. Uh, you know, present to them, and and it it really helps me to have the experience on the other side of the of the table. And also, what I'm I'm really enjoying is that um, if you, for example, take a company like uh, like Cool Blue, you know, they're going through similar uh, challenges and and uh, as as Jet has right. And uh, so, being able then also to help uh, and support because uh, we've been going through that. Uh, uh, within Jet is also really, uh, yeah, it's really, uh, I, I really enjoy that. They do say, um, if you want something done, it's best to ask a busy person. I don't know if you've heard that phrase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, you'll probably, be, after this has gone out, be approached to be on the board of lots of other, um, on the supervisory <laughs> board of lots of other organizations. So, um, okay, so this next question is a little bit philosophical. Again, perhaps a little bit difficult to answer, but... Why do you go to work? I go to work to make a difference and some impact every day. And that's um, indeed maybe also a bit of a philosophical answer. There are two dimensions where I think, um, and I'm also really enjoying, and which is what is my drive to go to work every day, is that... Um, I think there there's really a, a difference that I can make uh, and an impact that I can make on the business um, uh, together with uh, with my whole team. We've talked a lot about you know getting uh, new customers in and uh, making them order more, but also from a sustainability standpoint, driving uh, our business in a responsible way, we can really make an impact. At the same time, what I'm also really enjoying is to and it's uh, closer to um, yeah, uh, well, I say personally is, you know, to be able to work with a really strong uh, leadership team, right? Both from, a, uh, you know, executive level, right, uh, for, for the whole company, but also with my own leadership team yeah. where it's just great to be working with uh, with great people. Fantastic. So um, to make a difference, to make an impact every day, do, do you succeed? Do you think every day? That's a big ask. Uh, not every day. That would, that would be great. <laughs> little steps, little steps. Oh, that's reassuring to hear. At least is if you see progress, right? I think that's. Uh, yeah. I think we all feel that. Thank you very much yeah. indeed, Maureen, for for joining us on We Are Jet. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to We Are Jet. If you'd like to know more about working at Just Eat Takeaway, go to careers.justeattakeaway.com. 
our career website can also be found in our show notes. My name is Ed Palmer. Talk to you soon.